You know, if you want to travel outside the country, you need a passport, right? And um, depending on, uh, you know, most of you are uh, all American citizens, so you'll have free access to most of the world. But there's parts of the world that, well, you don't have total access. So you'll need a visa. So that's where the Irish passport comes in very handy. <laughs> so as a dual uh, citizen, I get to use two different passports, choosing... I'm not sure if it's legal or not. I hope this isn't recorded. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you can use one passport or the other, depending on what country, and you don't need a visa for some of them. And anyway, with that passport comes um, very powerful freedom to travel the world. Um, and there are some countries, obviously, that don't welcome us or we need visas. But with those, uh, you have the freedom, freedom to travel. In the spiritual world, um, we have a passport too. And that passport is rooted in, in two very critical, critical components. Gratitude and mercy. That is what gives us the passport to freedom. Gratitude and mercy. You see, without being grateful, if we're not grateful, um, we're not really free. We're not grateful, we're not really free. We can't be, because we have, we dwell on pettiness, small things that hold us back. And uh, without being grateful, you can't be merciful. Merciful is to forgive people um, even when they don't deserve it. To uh, cut people extra slack when they have done nothing, nothing to warrant that extra slack. See, gratitude and mercy go together because that's what gives us the freedom that God first gave to us because he gave us mercy and he gave us gratitude. And it's those two things that we first must have in our heart. And the first, the first is gratitude. To find a place in our heart to always be grateful for what God has given us. Now, if things are going well, if things are going well, that's, that's not too difficult to do. It, it still requires of us a discipline to stop, reflect upon our lives, and be grateful to God for the goodness that is in our lives. And that's important. So if things are going well for you, that's where you need to start, is to turn towards God and be grateful for all that God has put in your life. Where it becomes a little more challenging is when things are, well, haven't gone so well. Things haven't gone so well. When, when you've lost a job or a friend or your spouse or someone in your family is very sick or dying, or whether you've lost somebody in death very suddenly. Or the multitude of other anxieties of life that can come our way. It's a, it's a lot more challenging to be grateful to God in the midst of sorrow. In the midst of challenges. In the midst of anxieties. And this is where the gospel today comes. Is, is Christ comes and says... When all these calamities, different things happen, and he uses apocalyptic language, right, to kind of get our attention. 
When all these things happen, he says, stand erect. Stand tall. And be attentive. Be ready. What that stand erect means is to be fully human. To, to be fully human is to, to stand on our two feet. Because when we, were, when we weren't uh, as we are today on our two feet and all fours, then we weren't the same human being. What defines our freedom is ability to stand erect and to, and to thank God for what he's given us. So for those of you who are, things are not going so well, um, the challenge still stands before you to find, to find gratitude to God for not what you don't have, but what you do have. To not focus on those things that have been lost, but the things that are found in your life. Not the things that you would like to have, but the things that you actually do have. To not the people who have left your life, but the people who are still in it, and make it very fruitful. When we gather in that space of gratitude, then we are called to move to mercy. Mercy is that profound sense of, of forgiveness to somebody or something without, without merit. It's what God first does to us. He gives us mercy no matter what. That no matter what we do have done in our life, that God grants us His mercy. We abide in His mercy at all times. It's so important, in fact, our Pope has declared a full year of mercy as of December 8th next week. For a full year, and he called it a jubilee year. Now, to understand the idea of jubilee year, it's based on, on gratitude and it moves you to mercy. The Jubilee year says that every 50 years, we declare a year of generosity and a year of gratitude. And the whole year, um, all debts are meant to be forgiven. We'd love it if the banks would do that for us today. That would be great. Um, but the debts is all forgiven. All animals were meant to rest. The land was meant to rest. That we were having this one year of gratitude and generosity to everybody. So it would equal the playing field. So those who have got wealthy and those who have got poor, it would equal that back out. In the year of Jubilee. And then God's mercy would reign upon us. Well, the Pope has called for this year of mercy because he thinks that the church needs to refocus itself on being, on being dispensing mercy and not judgment. Dispensing um, Love and not rules. And so we are called to participate in that year of mercy. He chose December 8th, not only because it is Immaculate Conception, the first bearer of the mystery of God through Christ, but because it was the last day 50 years ago, next week was the last day of the Second Vatican Council, the closing of the Vatican Council. And he wanted us to refocus our energies on those teachings once again and to live by that council's words. And of course, most of that starts in gratitude and mercy. Now, it's a challenge for us because, because we all have little petty grudges. Things that people that have hurt us and said or done things. And what this year of mercy is called for is for every one of us, is to forgive the debts of the past. What if in this whole year, 
that every one of us really made the project of forgiving all the old grudges and all the hurts and that we then return to our true freedom. To, to no longer carry the baggage of the past, but to travel once again with the passport of freedom, of spiritual freedom, in gratitude and in gratitude and mercy. So as we start to hear, and you will hear lots of stuff about this year of mercy, and we will be teaching about it, I would like us to take on, as we begin this, this new liturgical year, in this first Sunday of Advent, the project personally for ourselves is to be grateful to God for what He has given us, and to, to not look at what He has not given us. And then out of that gratitude is to pass that, that gratitude on to others by being merciful, by forgiving all the debts and grudges and unforgivenesses of the past. It's my firm conviction that if we can do that, then we can enter into this, what the Pope calls the joy of the gospel. If we can be truly grateful and be truly merciful, then we can be truly joyful. And when we have that joy, it exudes from our very being. I saw, I rarely um, watch advertisements. I don't know if you ever watch advertisements. I rarely watch advertisements. Um, but I got caught my attention. This 30-second video I want to show you is a, a tiny advertisement. I know it's for a company, but somehow it encapsulates gratitude, mercy, and joy. Let's just show this for just 30 seconds. I guess we won't be watching it for 30 seconds. It's frozen. It's frozen? This is a time, the time for harmony. There's nothing inside that everybody sings. Till the end, joyful notes ring with bells and raise your voice. Let them be Just a tiny, um, tiny ad that shows, only takes a thought, a kind and gentle thought to notice the pain of somebody else. And takes a little extra effort then to be grateful for what we have and to go that extra little bit to bring joy to others. My friends, we cannot give what we do not have. We cannot give what we do not have. Let's search our souls to be grateful be grateful to God first for what he has given us, to be merciful to others, and to be ready to share that joy with all.